Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to The Reformed Dissenters. That's the show where Reformed Christians, we are those Reformed Christians. We descend against popular ideas of culture, and we're going to talk about a lot of that today by doing something that is not very popular or common today, and that's asserting a biblical worldview. And so today is election stuff. And um, if you're a Trump supporter, we apologize in advance. Just kidding. No, we don't. But you should buckle up because things are about... Well, kind of apologize. <laughs> it's, it's a half apology, half like, what are you doing? Yeah, half-hearted. Oh, we're sorry, but also, um, <clears throat> why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... Today is all about that. Jakey's bringing the facts. There is a reason this show does not support Donald Trump for president, and we never will. And um, Jacob is going to bring those facts. And then also, um, oh, no. No. I literally, all right, this is happening live as we're recording this. I just Uh-oh. got a news notification. Um, <laughs> it's sad. It's very sad. Florida Governor Uh-oh. Ron DeSantis has ended his bid for the GOP presidential nomination. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So, guess who's yeah, writing that good. name in November? Yeah. yeah. Um, writing in that name. Yep. Yep. So, it doesn't change much on my front. I was still going to write in his name. So, now he just spends a lot less money for me to write in his name. <laughs> um, so, it's cheaper for him, I guess. Uh, and then for my theological wrap up, after we've factually ripped Trump to shreds, um, I'll be ripping him to shreds from a theological perspective. And I'm calling this wrap up as it turns out, our vote matters to God. Um, so walking through why the vote matters, why we don't just vote for the lesser of two evils and why we don't just vote for the all important strategy while we vote for higher reasons than that. Yep. Um, But before we get into all that, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. And it's Monday, which means Jake does that. Psych. Usually I do that, but actually Jake (laughs) is doing that for Monday. So uh, take it away, Jake. Yeah, and our verse this week, I I picked out this verse and I mentioned to Bruce – um, that I would, I wanted to take this one because I think it it talks directly to the topic. And what I like is that it it catches you off guard because you first think, oh wait, hold on, what do you mean it it talks about the topic? This is talking about something entirely different. But wait a minute, it does. Um, and our verse this week is Romans twelve nineteen through twenty, which says. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. So in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Um, so I like this verse. I picked this one because of the verse, um, sorry, right after that. Um, and I think the verse right after this is the one that really talks to this topic. Um, and this verse, I think, is great, and Bruce will be talking about it on Wednesday and on Friday. Um, we're having a Friday episode this week, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Um, so, so he will be speaking about that on Wednesday and Friday because I'm doing it uh, today. However, 
I wanted to go and focus on what is, what do we talk, what's our topic today? And this verse, right after uh, Romans 12, 21, speaks to this topic. And Romans 12, 21 says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Um, and I picked that one, and I think that one's a little bit easier to correlate um, because our world right now in its current day and age is filled with evil, right? I think looking at what this past president, looking at what Biden has been doing, we would call a lot of that evil, right? We do not overcome evil by putting in another evil man, Trump. We overcome evil with good. I'm not saying Ron DeSantis is perfectly good, but he at least stands for God. He at least acknowledges that God is king. Trump does not. Yep. Um, so I think Bruce will do a better job at breaking this this verse that we're speaking of um, the Romans 19 through 20 down a little bit better. But I thought I would bring this up because it's very, very good and surprisingly enough, very kingdom oriented. And hopefully Bruce will be Is able that to explain that. Coming from the Bible? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so to move on to current events, I wanted to start out with a quote. And this quote is from a article um, written by Delano Squires on Jason Whitlock's platform known as Fearless, which is on the blaze. So it's, it's written by this person on in this framework of, of the, the Fearless uh, podcast. But it's on the blaze. So, But uh, this quote says, uh, Barack Obama was a dynamic, inspirational figure to his millions of supporters, many of whom saw his election to the White House House in messianic terms. Um, I wanted to bring up this quote, and I really think this sets up today's topic in our discussion of Trump and why we do not like Trump. Um, But... As I said last week, uh, this, we are in the election year. So talking about the elections is a very high, uh, high thing. Almost every single podcast you look at, or at least every single political podcast you look at, will be speaking about the elections and talking about who, who they think is going to win, who's in the race currently, and who, how did these debates go? How did the Iowa caucus go? Um, and all that. So it's very, very um, talked about a lot. So I figured we would join in a little bit and speak about why the Reform Dissenters does not support Trump. And really, I wanted this episode, we've, we've talked about, Bruce and I have talked about several times about why we don't like Trump. But really, this episode is a culmination of all that, bringing it together and showing you factually why. Um, so, as Bruce mentioned um, uh, before, last week was the Iowa caucus. Uh, was that last week? Yes. I have that right. Yep. Last week was. Yes. And the outcome of that ca- caucus could have been better. It was uh, less than ideal. Um, Trump won. Yes. Yeah. Trump won by a large majority, which brings us to today's topic. Trump. 
while trying to keep a positive attitude about Ron DeSantis, and actually I wrote this script before uh, hearing that information, as, as you know, Bruce just said that that information came up right now. But I wanted to keep a positive attitude about Ron DeSantis' chance of winning, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe enough people will write in and, but ah, uh, he's the uh, president. But that's no, slim I mean. to none. Yeah. However, yeah. However, let's be optimistic. Um, we have to be aware of the fact that Trump has a has cast a weird spell on the rest of America. Very, very strange, Trump supporters are. Uh, not to, well, not to uh, offend Trump supporters, but it's very odd why some people like Trump. Very, very odd. I want to take this episode, and as I've been explaining, um, to explain why we at the Reform Dissenters do not support Trump. This is, that's what this episode is about, and without further ado, I think I should get into some facts. Um, Bringing our conversation back to this quote, however, I want to mention the similarities to what we see in Trump versus Obama. Of course, the Republican base has been very supportive of its current political, of its, of always of the political savior that it has. However, in this case, the savior aspect is showing itself a little bit more prominently than the political aspect in this case. So we always knew that the Republican Party seemed to really like those political saviors, i.e. Ronald Reagan, Lincoln, um, and really input any Republican president here, insert Republican name here, uh, and they saw them as a savior. Um, However, this, I wanted to mention, this time, Trump is a little bit different than the rest of those. Because instead of it being a political savior, we're seeing Trump as more than just a political savior where the fact of that savior aspect is showing itself a little bit more, is, is coming out a little bit more, where they're, they're taking more of a cultish attitude. Again, not to offend Trump supporters. I keep making this, uh, this uh, stipulation I'm, here. I'm going to declare this episode and this episode alone to be an NQNQ episode. Okay, so, okay. You know, no qualifications. All right. All right, quick qualifying. All right, all right. I got you. I got you. Heard that. Heard that. All right. Um, <laughs> but it's it's weird, right? Very very strange. And again, I think I think everyone can see, except Trump's supporters, maybe, um, that there is a cultish attitude here. There is a little bit more of this this um this savior like mentality. That not only that does Trump have, but the people who follow Trump have. Does the Republican Christian, uh, specifically Christian Republican base, see Trump as the next political savior, or do they see him as their king of kings? Uh, as Christians have become blinded to the fact that a man cannot save our world, uh, have sorry have the Christians become blinded to the fact that a man, a mere man, 
cannot save this world. Are we are we starting to lose that? Right. In this episode, I want to ensure that our audience understands that we do not support Trump. And I think we've mentioned this several times. So I just want to make sure that this is clear. <laughs> we do not. Um, because I, I want to make sure that if Bruce takes a clip out of here, at least one in one of those clips, clip. I'm mentioning, yeah, yeah, at least one, at least those the clips, at least once it will be mentioned. We do not support Trump. Um, and I think I want to make sure that we understand why, why that is. Um, we, okay, do not sacrifice morals for political wins. I think this is what Bruce wants to talk about in his theological wrap-up. Um, we will, we will never truly win, right, if our goal is just to win. And that, that is the current Republican Party. They want to win by any means necessary. I think I think the the stated goal is that they want to reform America and change America and bring America back to what it was. But I don't think that's the goal anymore. I think that was the goal. And then it's changed to the fact they just want to win. Yep. They've got this they've got this uh hopium of winning. They can't they can't let it go. They can't let winning go. I mean yeah. even Trump said that. You win so much that you'll get tired of winning. No, that's winning. not what happens in the Republican Party. They don't get sick of winning. They just want it more. And that's yep. very true of greed as well. Um, as good post-mill theonomic Christians, we aim to glorify God in how we win. We're not just here to win. We're saying we will win. We are going to win. That's That's inevitable. But we glorify God in how we win. And again, I think Bruce Amen. is going to talk about that a little bit more in uh, in his theological wrap-up. Again, for these clips, Bruce and I do not support Trump. <laughs> uh, and we do not support Trump because he does not care for God. In fact, he, den- he defies God in his actions. He actively defies God and really is, is mocking the Christian faith. Yep. He's using it. It's just oh, a yeah. tool, oh, yeah. tool for him. It's a stepping stone to victory. That's all he uses us for. Yeah. And pretends yeah. to be one of us until he throws us aside. He's like, all right, right. great. I'm done with that. Thanks for the money and the votes. Yep. Ha ha. See ya, suckers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's who Trump is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he defames God in his sport in his support of transgenderism. And this these are my facts. Here's where my facts come in. Um I wanted um I wanted to make sure and see if Bruce can bring up this um one image um in our editing. Um so hopefully, hopefully right now people can see this this image um up. And this post that you see on your screen. If if not, um, maybe it will be in the description or whatever. But if this post that is up is is about Trump selling LGBTQ T-shirts 
on his Trump Pence website. This was a little while back. This wasn't all too recent because, again, it was the Trump Pence, which he doesn't support Trump Pence anymore. So this was this was a little bit a while back. This information comes from the Blaze again, which is a credible source. I, I I feel like I have to state that that it is a credible source. Okay, they're not just trying to break down Trump because they hate Trump. No, they're trying to bring the facts. And um, added to this piece of information, and um, yeah, added to this piece of information, Trump at his Mar-a-Lago in Florida hosted a Republican event where he openly celebrated and gave support to the horribly named Respect for Marriage Act, which Bruce and I also covered on our show a while back. And But I thought I would give you a brief, um, give, you, uh, give you a slight reminder. Uh, this act made same-sex marriage legal in the entire country. This was put forth by Biden. It was put in by Biden. Trump did not put this in. However, however, what, what creates this connection, what makes this horrible, is the fact that Trump supported this and celebrated it. Um, he had this Republican event at his Mar-a-Lago in Florida where he celebrated and supported this act, along with several other Republicans. Wow. So... So no, this this is not respect for marriage, but a complete disrespect for marriage and a disrespect for God. That again, Trump is supporting. Um, I know I am kind of hitting this hard. Um, this the fact Keep of going. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am, I very much am, because it does keep going. I I think that evidence alone is enough to indict him in our eyes, not legally, but, um, however, it, it keeps going. Um, again, in, in the same article that I mentioned earlier that I got the past quote from, uh, there's another quote and it says in 2016, Trump said Bruce Jenner calling himself Caitlin could use any bathroom he wanted in Trump tower, the trans and Republican identity identifying former Olympian responded by recording himself going into a women's restroom in the iconic Fifth Avenue residence of the former president, end quote. Wow. So he actively supports LGBTQ people. And we don't, are we, are we blind to this? Do we not know that this is happening or do we, are we willfully ignorant? Of this fact. Do we not want to know this? Um, again, that that comes again from a very reputable source. I wanted to make sure that there was no excuse that this is real, this is happening, and that Trump is supporting this, right? This is not from CNN, this is not from any liberal news media. These are Republicans, conservatives, and even more so, strong Christians who are saying this, who are pointing this out, the fact that Trump is hates the, the Christian faith, he's using the Christian faith, 
What should the Christians do? Stay ignorant? Yep. Now, going back to that picture we showed earlier of the LGBTQ t-shirts, and I think I want to mention this again, because there's something else in this photo that we that we put up um, that I think is also important, and it gives us a little bit more to this conversation. Um, I want to point out to our podcast listeners that in the picture of an X post, X is formerly known as Twitter, the person who posted that, uh, I think it was uh, David Mack, it was. Um, but David Mack that posted this uh, did also say that Trump was against letting LGBTQ people in the military, and he did not vote to protect the employment of LGBTQ people and a, a few other things in it. So his policies are decent, right? These these seem decently good. Not letting... I think the not letting LGBTQ people in the military was interesting, and I think there was a little bit more to that that Bruce and I discussed earlier on. I think it was the fact of... um. And all, yeah, I think it was the fact of even if a biological male was identifying as female, they still had to sign up for the draft. However, if it was the other way, if it was a biological female and they were pretending to be a male, they didn't have to sign up for the draft. Hmm. So, very interesting. Uh, why would he vote for that if he then supports LGBTQ people so strongly? Yeah. It's a little weird. So With that information... What was that? Go ahead. Inconsistent. Yeah, very much so. With that information being the case, it does not change our minds. Right? Trump is not trying to have... Like, okay. He is being inconsistent if we use our framework on it. Okay? He is being completely consistent with himself. Trump is not trying to have a moral standard, but only attempting to win. Again, as I said before, his goal is winning, not the glory of God. The last information, inf piece of information I want to share involves DeSantis and his fight against Disney in Florida. Um, we all know why Disney's bad. We don't like Disney. However, and Ron DeSantis has been fighting them. While DeSantis fights for God's name, trying to protect biblical freedoms and and protect um, God's word, people like Nikki Haley, Pence, and Trump mock him. They cannot fathom kicking out a large company like Disney that brings in so much money in tourism. The thought of standing up for something other than money and fame is completely foreign to them. And with that said... Uh, that is why Bruce and I will not vote for Trump, but instead will write in Ron DeSantis' name for his president. Yep. There it is. And one final, if I may, Jacob, tack in one final piece of information. All of those are tremendous. Um, during 2020, there were a lot of things that happened, but one of the repercussions that's stuck with us today and has claimed thousands of lives was Trump's project, Warp Speed which yeah. was the stupidest thing he could have done in his place to um, push forward production 
of an experimental jab and then allow people to pressure and force American citizens to get this injected into their bodies, which killed thousands and is still killing thousands of people. Trump is responsible for that, and he has yet to apologize for any of it. So it's just one more. If you needed something else, there it is. Um, so Jacob, those are great facts. Thank you for pulling all that in. And a lot of those links will be in the description below. So people should definitely check those out. As it turns out, our vote matters to God. When faced with all these facts, we just talked about, we outline all these things when faced about faced with all these facts about Trump, not at all being the candidate we need. Most people are tempted to respond with, okay, but have you thought about what might happen if Trump isn't elected? Should this really be our, our reaction as Christians? Uh, I know God said the Sabbath day was supposed to be holy and all, but uh, I think it'd be way more productive every week if I stopped taking a whole day just to eat and, or just to rest and, and worship. Christians who understand the word don't compromise on issues like that. Why do they compromise in the political sphere, which is no different? You wouldn't compromise on the Sabbath day and say, eh, I would be so much more productive if I could just not rest and worship God for an entire day a week. That's a whole wasted day. Doesn't it make more sense to do it my way and be pragmatic about this? But that's exactly what we do with our politics. Nothing is neutral. And yes, that includes what we do at the ballot box, the people we support, the candidates we root for. All of it matters for God. It matters to God. And he's given us ways to determine who the right and wrong candidates are. This is not something we blindly stumble into every election season, right? Election time is not a seasonal chance to redefine morality and the law of God. Election time doesn't get a free pass to just make things up as we go along. It's a time to demonstrate our obedience, even when things look bleak. The dangers of paganism, more commonly called, or not paganism, maybe, but I wrote down pragmatism, <laughs> more commonly called voting for the lesser of two evils. He's our best shot, some say. He'll do better than the other guy will, say others, and yet we keep trading bad for almost slightly better. American politics has been on a steady downward trend for a long time now. During the 1880s, it was not at all uncommon to find most states requiring political candidates to be members in a church. Some even specified the denomination. Now, less than 200 years later, we elect adulterous heathens and claim we had no choice. <laughs> we want to win more than anything, so we change the standard. Now, our side includes open pagan idolaters and people who say things like, I've never had to ask God for forgiveness because I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> Do you see the problem here? This is where pragmatism gets you. When you become the standard of determining who is a good candidate and who isn't, we get national destruction a few times a week. When we lower the standard to the point of choosing the lesser of two evils, we have become our own gods. We are now saying we pragmatically get to set the standard. This is not a way to vote biblically. Our strategy is God's word. The real winning strategy is the word of God, not following party tropes 
or selecting uh, winning candidates that look most appealing to the public. That's how you get the souls of the world elected. The word of God says that the candidates we should vote for understand who their true head is. They should be people of godly character and willing to submit to Christ as their king. They are, after all, the servant of God. Quote, would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good and you will receive his approval for he is God's servant for your good. Romans 13, 3 and 4. They are not the sort of people to make deals and be bribed or to bribe other people. Quote, moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy and hate a bribe, and place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. Exodus 10, 21. Finally, if none of that immediately disqualifies someone like Trump in your mind, hopefully this will. Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20 says, that rulers or presidents are meant to write their own copies of the law in the presence of a pastor. Then, as if that weren't earth-shattering enough, God rips into our modern sensibilities with yet another requirement. The king has to read it. <laughs> and not just once or twice, he has to meditate on the law of God every day. Quote, the king must not consider himself better than his brothers and turn from the law to the right or to the left. Deuteronomy 17.20 this is how we get true victories, not the empty and shallow victories of the once great Republican Party. Lack of hope means lack of faith. When we believe the future hinges on our strategical vote, we have officially given up on our faith. We will lose all the battles that really matter. If our faith doesn't call us to vote for the underdog, who is a faithful man. The Bible assures us that God wins, and he wins here. Voting for the lesser of two evils because if we don't, our way of life will be over in a few short years, should imme immediately raise some bright red flags in our minds. Who holds the world in his hands? Think about that. Who directs the flow of rivers and makes the oceans roar? Who created and sustains elephants and wolves? Who gave us the wicked rulers we have now, and who will take them away if we turn to him? Finally, who has given us a list of specifications to look for in the people we vote for? Christ reigns. This is not just a little trope of our own that we recite so we can sleep at night. It's a statement of earth-shattering fact. Because Christ is king, we vote differently. Because Christ is king, we don't fear what man will do to us. Because Christ is king, we don't need to chart out petty plans electing pagans to office on the off chance we might get to keep living our isolated lives for another four years. We fight much greater fights than these. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5. So if you aren't all incredibly and ridiculously offended by now, thank you for watching or listening to the show. We look forward to hopefully seeing you on Wednesday and we hope you come back. Um, but we're also okay with you not coming back if this was offensive to you. Um, so we are going to be back on Wednesday and actually on Wednesday, it's just going to be me um, because uh, Jacob has stuff going on. He's at some sort of church retreat sort of deal for a few days. Yes. So that's going to be, it's going to be fun. So yeah. Time. And he just, and I, I, 
I'm appreciative that Bruce has decided to step in and do all of it himself. Uh, that is why I kind of took over the verse of the week today, so he wouldn't have to do it and tried to take over the majority of the episode, but he wouldn't he, let you me. You know, he so. says that, he says that, but what he really means is I took over the verse of the week so that we wouldn't do Psalms 2 for another week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate it, Jacob. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a fun week. You're stuck with me for the next couple of days. Um, but, uh, thank you all for watching or listening. Check out our show website, trdshow.net. It's where we have all of our episodes for free and censorship free. So for those of you who were with us during the YouTube days, you'll remember us getting kicked off fairly frequently. Well, that doesn't happen on our own platform and it's free to use. So please, trdshow.net. Share it around, watch it, use it. It's there for you. We also have our series collections there as well. So if you're looking to find, hey, actually, I want to see all the episodes where they read through this particular Narnian book, that's on trdshow.net slash series dash library. Or you can just go to trdshow.net, click series there up at the top. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on Wednesday. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. <laughs>